0: welcome to the see you next summer podcast i am your host billy fallahan and with me as always is my co-host uh the josh brolin of this yeah. movie maybe i don't yeah. know that's a good thing, <laughs> <that> thing. <laughs> yeah uh raul rodriguez what's up
1: oh hi trying to make sounds with with spoons like that kid that was so random but yeah 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 here's raul as always saying we're going to do oh, a movie that I remember as a kid that I liked it. And now I see it as an adult. And I'm like, ooh, this is not the movie that I remember. We're going to do Guillermo del Toro's first American film, Mimic. That had a horrible production. Thanks to everyone's favorite producer, that asshole, Weissstein's Well. <laughs> Both Weinsteins. Both, both Weinsteins, Bob and Harvey.
0: Oh, God. And, yeah, if... I, when Raul said we were going to do this, I was just like, okay, I heard this is not good, mm-hmm. but it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, it's a movie that's not positive. Like, we don't have positive things to say. We do those from time to time. It's rare, but we, we make that happen.
2: Yeah, but... And,
0: I was if- so interested to watch this. Cause this is the first time I watched it. I watched yeah. the director's cut and I know you did mm-hmm. as well. Yeah,
1: me too.
0: I cannot imagine there is a worse cut. <laughs> like Ooh, yeah, if you don't if you can't tell this movie blows.
1: Yeah, this movie's bad. And me as a Guillermo del Toro fanboy, it's hard for me to say this. This movie's bad, but not like a Oh, it's the worst thing I have ever seen. It's not Rogue One. Hell no. This movie <laughs> had potential.
0: It really did. And the main reason behind this is not because of Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. It's because of Miramax. Yep. And you just wanna go over what the basic premise of this movie is. Raul? Technically, I'll let you
1: do it. the premise of the movie. And there's a lot. That's the thing I feel like, uh, that like I told Billy, this feels kind of like a prequel to The Strain. I think this would have been much better as a TV show because it feels like there was so many stories, especially there's a disease that is infecting children in New York. So Mira Sorvino creates a strain of bugs called the Judah Strain. That it will kill all of the cockroaches that infected the children, but she didn't figure it out that three years later, that weird Judas strain of of insects that it would should have they would have died six months later, they evolve, and now they're technically giant bugs that wants to destroy New York underground in the subway lines.
0: So it's a mix of the Andromeda strain plus Jurassic Park. Yes, plus alien three at points, yes which sounds like a interesting combo but yeah i was watching it at points i was just like why am i doing this (laughs) this hurts me because i love guillermo's movies
1: yeah me too like um does thing you can feel there was so a lot you can feel that guillermo has some ideas number one When I was watching the movie, spoilers, we're gonna try, not gonna like go into the plot because there's not a lot of plot to talk about. It's more about what's going on. I thought that, I thought when Mira Sorvino is saying that the males are the only ones that can procreate with the females in the colony. And all of a sudden one of them uh, posts her hand. I thought, I thought was like, is she gonna get pregnant with one of the bugs? It's gonna be like the fly at the end. I thought that was going to be the ending.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because during the whole
1: movie, she cannot get pregnant. And I thought that was going to be kind of like a dark ending, that the husband killed all of the bugs, and then he died. But then she's like, oh, I'm pregnant. But then she gives birth to the new mega general, that it will be half human, half mimic. And it will have sprung like a sequel or something. I thought it was going to be like a darker ending. You can feel that there was some chronos into it, like with the character of 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 Manny, like the old man with the little kid, the little kid Chewy.
0: Yeah, that was that was weird. Every time they said Chewy, mm-hmm. you can't help but think of Star Wars. Yeah, Chewy. It sounds like I, Chewy. Yeah, except in this one, Chewy mm-hmm. is an autistic kid. I'm pretty I sure he's think autistic. So?
1: I think it's autistic because the way that he's like a oh size ten boots, uh, coat, and that he's like he's saying a lot of like random stuff. Yeah, and I'm like
0: he's he's channeling Dustin Hoffman from Rain Man, mm-hmm. or he's trying to at least funny shoes. Yeah, so I think
1: yeah, I think this movie had a lot of good ideas. <laughs> but then you can feel that it was felt like a random American film because I heard that Guillermo struggled so much because the Weinsteins did not agree with his vision of the movie and with his screenplay. And you can also... I think that maybe the only thing that Guillermo wanted to do really, that thing when Mirasolino saying that these things mimic us in the way that they look almost like a, like a human face... I told Billy before we started recording. I have a feeling that was going. There has to be a scene of the creatures, kind of like you feel bad for them, and they're talking to the kid. Because why you would introduce the kid talking with the spoons a lot, and never had a scene of him talking with the with the cockroaches.
0: Yeah, it was weird. Mm-hmm. You wanna you wanna try to get into this plot?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so this is like my notes that I have, like a. Technically, like I said at the beginning, this this is called the Stricker's disease. The kids kids that survive, they will need leg braces. Like, uh, they will be super weak. And like I said, it feels like uh, this would have been a better idea for a TV show. It would have let the whole story breathe a little. Because if you have seen the show The Strain, it felt kind of like a a lot of the characters had a lot of stories, especially Josh Brolin. Like he died too fast and he reminded me a lot of the guy obsessed with insects in the strain. They're almost written the same way.
0: You know what's kind of amazing mm-hmm. is that whenever I saw Josh Brolin in this movie, he was my age. Or he was like close to my age. And mm, I just that... kept this is when he still looked like um the brother from the Goonies. Like I could mm-hmm. still see that. And then yeah. he got older and obviously all that stuff, but uh, I was just like, "Huh, okay, Josh Brolin," which also- I mean, he doesn't really have much to do except be a smartass, and um, yeah, Mira Sorvino. Let's just talk about her, Doctor Susan Tyler. Mm-hmm. So, what she does in this movie? Stop these cockroaches spreading. It's called Strickler's disease. It's basically mm-hmm. kind of like COVID and polio. Yeah. Um, not topical
1: at all uh-huh. <laughs> another movie that we have
0: <laughs> yeah in a bi- an inability for a cure or a, or a vaccine for the disease um, there's the deputy director of the CDC is Dr. Peter Mann of course mm-hmm. Dr. Mann <sighs> interstellar stole that yes. and that was uh, Jeremy Northam I remember mm-hmm. him from the show called The Tudors mm-hmm. and he was really good in that and I believe he's on Succession as well
1: and also talking about referencing the stream, the whole season one is about the agent that works for the CDC that gets introduced to the world of vampires. So.
0: Oh, okay. So he's not on Succession. He was on The Crown. That's where mm, I got it. Okay. Still, good actor. Mm-hmm. And so what Mira Sorvino's character does is she uses genetic engineering, always a mm-hmm. smart idea, Jurassic Park create the judas breed it's a a mantis and a termite and it releases an enzyme which accelerates the cockroach's metabolism Mm -hmm. the effect that they burn calories faster than they can consume them Mm -hmm. and then they starve to death and all the roaches that carry the disease are eradicated Mm -hmm. and then of course uh jeremy northam and mira sormino get married yeah and then it cuts to Oh, yeah. Can we talk about F. Murray Abraham just being in this movie for literally two scenes? Who was he? He was like Mir Sorvino's
1: mentor? Oh, the teacher guy.
0: Yeah. What okay. a waste of F. Murray Abraham. You get oh, okay. one of the greatest performances I've ever seen in Amadeus as mm-hmm. Salieri. She- oh,
1: okay. yeah. And now that you say, I was like, yeah, that's true.
0: It's Salieri from Amadeus. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest performances ever. Mm -hmm. And he deserved that Oscar. 100%. And he's just there. He's just looking at her. It's just like, okay, who are you? Mm -hmm. But then it just fades to black. The -hmm. first of many fades to black in this movie. Many. It was very weird. And then it's just like three years later. And we see this japanese priest get um chased by something Mm -hmm. we don't know what it is but it's in the shadows and then he falls like from a considerable height
1: cool from from that pain uh, like pain thing that it was there that hit his head look cool though
0: yeah that's Guillermo del toro for sure Mm -hmm. and then when they bring him down in the sewer i liked how like his body cracked and everything. Yeah. One of the positives of this movie is that there's a lot of good practical effects. Yes. Like specifically when it comes to the gore. Yes. There's not as much of it as you would think.
2: <laughs>
0: but when they do do it, it's it's great.
1: And then the and, movie slows down.
0: Oh, man. man, does it slow down? And then after that, oh, yeah, we get introduced to Chewie. Mm-hmm. and yes it says he is autistic
1: oh okay got it
0: and he watches um the, the priest creatures, getting murdered yeah the priest getting murdered and get down to the sewers mm-hmm. and he imitates the clicking sound with the freaking spoons
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he begins to bend a piece of scrap wire into a small figure and he mm-hmm. just keeps going funny funny shoes to himself made no sense to me it still does not make sense to me Mm -hmm. but yeah um anyway jeremy northam arrives and then it turns into a episode of uh csi yes for some reason Mm -hmm. (laughs) where we get josh brolin um
1: eating up a lollipop like in a lot of tv shows
0: yeah he's the assistant and his name his character's name is also josh so that makes it a lot easier for us.
1: Yes. But you know, when I reminded of him on the lollipop being the asshole in a CSI kind of show, I remember Dina was like, I hate procedural cop shows. <laughs> Dean from Supernatural with the <laughs> trap in
2: the TV.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, they come to investigate mm-hmm. because um, they discovered a large group of illegal immigrants locked in the basement and they have yellow fever. Mm-hmm. So that's why the CDC is there. And they set up quarantine and all that shit. And then they find large pieces of shit literally hanging from the ceiling like stalactites.
1: Yeah, and she starts to analyze them and she heard from two kids that they found a bug, a big-ass bug.
0: The weird bug. Mm-hmm. And, th- again, that reminds me of Jurassic Park.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I just went, that's one big pile of shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But she's working in her lab, and then these two boys come in, and she's paying them 10 bucks for bugs. But 90s her...
1: money is good money, though. Yeah. <laughs> $10. For a
0: 12 year old, do- I, I wouldn't care. Yeah. Money is money.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they show her. I, I love the black kid just like, but this is our ticket. <laughs> like, you collect bugs. You're a kid. Yeah.
1: And also. This is the other thing that I, I wonder what happened if Guillermo had control because when she tells the black kid and the other kid about how the economy of Bucks work and how they have a lot of like jerkies between the kings and the queen and all of the soldiers. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure there was a scene of Guillermo kind of like us getting to know the Bucks. I mean like seeing their different levels, but we never
0: saw that. Probably. Mm-hmm. He probably had some uh great concept art Mm -hmm. and everything because you honestly don't see much of the bugs.
2: Mm -hmm. Like they're always in the
0: shadow. Mm -hmm. And if not, it's just terrible CG whenever they're moving and there's not many practical effects with them. That's one thing I did not like. And then the bug bites her. And I thought, man, is this going to be like the faculty again where she gets infected?
1: like that was gonna disease. be the twist at the end that she was gonna get pregnant with one of the bugs
0: yeah and then um this is after
1: this she finds out that the judas batch was still breeding after they should have died six months right after they put them outside in uh, in the city
0: yeah and she knows it's the judas breed because it secretes the same enzyme
2: mm-hmm. that
0: killed the cockroaches and she pins the bug to the table Mm-hmm. because it Bit her and all that shit and she then goes well she goes to test to make sure that it is the jews and it is
1: and then she meets the kids again and t- tell them that she needs to find the x
0: mm-hmm. and
1: tells them how like they have to be shaped and everything and i know so this is when she goes to the subway station and the kid notices her, and she is like she. And the kid Chewy is talking about her shoes and making noises with the spoons, and he's like a. Uh, and what is this? It's like it's like a superhero. I was like i yes, and like it's showing like a, the way the thing that as he saw, that shadowy man creature that is, the creature, how what you call it the mimics, Technically, because I, I we never guess. knew a name like the mimics, the Judas the judas sounds good though
0: i mean and you're setting yourself up for failure when you name something judas true true I mean, come on that's like you don't name something there's there's a reason why there's not many people named judas
1: and also there's a thing that i did not expect but good scene though that was the only good scary scene in the whole movie when the kids get murdered when they find the ex
0: yeah, this is actually kind of ballsy. Because mm-hmm. the thing about horror movies is kids never die. Yep. Except the last time I saw this was in From Dusk Till Dawn. Yes. When that kid died. That kid probably had it worse than anybody. These kids, um, they get murdered. Like, the sound effects they use mm-hmm. for everything. You don't see it, like, directly. Yeah. But just the sound effects and everything they did, I was just like, okay, Guillermo had control. Yeah, that scene scene that feels
1: like Guillermo did this.
0: Oh, yeah. And um, also, I kind of like the scene where um, the creature takes back the baby. And, uh, oh, yeah, sorry about that dog. Again, that's not me, but neighbors. And... (laughs) Um, when they actually do like the quote unquote scary yeah. scenes, I kind of like them. F- They're for look the most pretty
1: good, part. especially also like the scene when uh, Mirasolino gets taken by one of the cockroaches. It's a pretty good scene, and I even told I even told you that was like the subway station. It looks uh, super familiar as the subway station. Hellboy one, he's fighting the creature.
0: Yeah, 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 and so. Mira Sorvino, Jeremy Northman, and um, Mira Sorvino's uh, assistant. Mm -hmm. She's a nothing character, so it doesn't even really matter. She
1: reminded me of that random girl from Godzilla, the Roland Emmerich one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Both very similar because it deals with animals breeding.
1: Damn it. It is like Godzilla.
0: and, and, And you know what else they have in common? What? aside from that they're both in new york uh-huh. they both are um rip off jurassic park yeah this movie drips off a lot from jurassic park
2: mm-hmm.
0: when you really get down to in it in the last world think about it it's when man- they're dropping the train yeah
1: in,
2: in the train yeah park? it's
0: it's that classic man playing god mm-hmm. but we always just think of jurassic park because that's just the best movie that executes that concept Mm -hmm. and they go into this locked door down in the subway and we see chewie's father also manny he's got a great mustache and um they go into the private door Mm -hmm. and the boys that gave her the bug they claim it wasn't locked that way and they're looking for the egg sack Mm -hmm. and then um Oh, shoot. What happened after that? Oh, yeah. The officer comes mm-hmm. in.
1: Yeah, he's w- like, I don't care that you're from the CDC. You cannot be here, blah, blah, blah.
0: He was my favorite character in this entire movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, His name is Charles Dutton. And I remember him as the preacher from Alien 3.
1: I was going to say that. He's the guy from Alien 3.
0: Which this movie is also just like Alien 3. And the fact that they have... Both critically acclaimed directors, Guillermo mm-hmm. del Toro and David Fincher. Yep. Ac- accordingly, both were terrible, terrible productions. Mm hmm. Both were bombs at the box office, didn't make any money, negative reviews. Both had director's cuts. Yep. And both basically fucked around with the studio, and both filmmakers disowned these movies. Yep. So it's w- weird, kind of eerie that it's all connected. But I, and it's also connected with this one actor. Which makes it sad because he's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. And then after that I believe is when the kids die because they find the egg sack. Mm-hmm. Then they get murdered and then after that uh,
1: This oh. is when the one of the bugs takes the kid. Takes Chewie.
0: Oh yeah and it doesn't kill him for some mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. And then Salier, he's technically analyzing of one of the bodies of the box.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he, this is his only other scene. And he's just mm-hmm. like, "Oh, look at this uh, specimen. It's you did this." He's basically mm-hmm. just delivering exposition. And he's one of, of, of the F3. soldiers.
1: He's one of the soldiers. That's the only thing that he says.
0: Yeah waste of f murray abraham i cannot stress that enough Mm -hmm. and then she's just like yeah but they were engineered to die Mm -hmm. so why are they still alive yep and yeah they never answered that question they just they just didn't they Mm -hmm. just evolved too quickly but now he he also just is like well If it wasn't for you engineering those bugs, uh, my grandchildren wouldn't be alive. So, basically, thank you for that. Mm -hmm. So, technically,
1: she's Mr. Hammond in this version of Jurassic
0: Park. Pretty much, she is John Hammond.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And then Chewie gets taken. Uh, It's actually cool when you hear all the clicks and stuff. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of the Predator click.
1: Also... There's some really cool shots without the CGI, like the practical ones where you see them in the shadows. They look pretty cool, the creatures.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then I think it was another fade to black, and then it's just like... We cut again
1: to the subway station? That's when she gets kidnapped, I think?
0: No, no, no. Because we go to the sewage plant. Oh, yeah. Because there's just some sewage workers. They find the bodies of the kids, which Mm -hmm. is really fucked up because they don't even look like them. Yeah. Anymore. And then... Yeah, they're just like... Uh, oh, boy. Um, it's... it's uh, no, no, no. It was also a body of... One of the, one of the mimics. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: And they're just like... Oh, man. They, they're they like men's size
2: Mm-hmm.
0: now. They're like human size. And they do that and they're just like okay get to f marie abraham
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then chewy is missing and, and
1: then josh Rowling finds more eggs
0: yeah um i believe that uh oh yeah manny goes down because he's looking for Chewie because mm-hmm. he's his son and uh he has a, a zippo lighter you know one of those mm-hmm. um Old-fashioned. And he has a straight razor as well. Mm -hmm. And he breaks into the church because that's the entrance to the sewers, Mm -hmm. I guess. And Josh Brolin, Jeremy Northman, and Manny go to... um... Oh, no, no, no. And uh, the cop. Yep, and the cop too. Yeah, they both... They all three go down there because... He sees them snooping around and mm-hmm. stuff, and he just will not let them go. And they encounter some more shit on the ceilings and they keep moving. Then they get separated. And then after that, uh, Josh Bolin's on his own. And uh, Mira Sorvino is down there as well, because she heard that um, her husband was down there, so mm-hmm. she's just like, I got to get him out. And then after that, um, um, Josh Brolin dies. Yeah. Because cool he gets attacked by some of the mimics. And I was just like, you know, this is bad. This is early in his career.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because Josh Brolin now rarely ever dies.
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. ah, he's usually the main lead
2: mm-hmm.
0: and stuff. So he never... Or at the very least, he has a good amount of screen time. Because he has died in quite a few stuff.
1: Yeah. And also, I really like... One of the things that I really like is when Mira Sorvino wakes up in the sewers and then she's screaming to to the roof. And she sees a lot of people walking. And you, the way that Guillermo spins the camera around her when she's screaming, that's a good shot.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then... um hmm
1: and oh yeah
0: yeah then she gets taken down
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and we see all the judas victims they're dead they're partially consumed and just rotting yep and then she falls through a manhole and is discovered by manny
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and then the husband and the
1: cop find they find her technically they save her
0: yeah and oh yeah no they rescue her just in time too and then
1: that they get into cliche. the train
0: scene the train car. Yeah, and the cop is just like, what is happening? And then, of course, he gets slapped like all the bugs start attacking him because they smell blood mm-hmm. and everything. And then it's like, bush, bush. and uh, the cop, of course, has the gun. He just shoots the shit out of this bug. Mm-hmm. And not before it really gashes him deep in his leg.
1: Yeah. And also I think that um... Uh, Robert Kerman was watching uh, this movie. He was like, a, I have an idea. When they open the bug and they use his parts like to like to take up the scent. And I'm like, well, I remember that scene from the pilot of Walking Dead when they use the zombie parts to walk to
0: the city. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they're... They, they, they take the dead bug and just rub it all over them because they're just like, it'll mask the scent. Yeah. Because they are animals after all. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it was true. And then they wipe what looks like vaseline on the <laughs> <Yeah>. windows <laughs> and then this is where they come up with the plan and the cop's leg is just bleeding real bad mm-hmm. i mean like they try to patch it up and everything but it's just ooh. Mm-hmm. um but uh, after that oh yes uh mira sorvino takes the razor cuts into the um the dead bug and finds out it has organs yeah bugs don't have organs that's the thing and um they're just like it's evolving and how she explains it yeah is that um that the judas breeds accelerated metabolism Uh, mm -hmm. it's allowed them to reproduce at a also very fast rate it's causing them to evolve over thousands of generations it's only three years they're just like well i mean man evolved from apes it took a couple generations but it did that so essentially it's just accelerated evolution
1: yeah and i was like now they mimic their predator who uh, the, and I really like the way that she pulls out like the both parts of the of the cockroaches and makes a face.
0: Ugh. I was just like that's a trailer moment. Yeah, that's a trailer moment. I was like, oh. "Us." <laughs> but yes, um, after that, I believe this is when the cop tells them where they are. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: he, he's the truck can the be
0: ser-
1: really strong. They could get to Coney Island, I think.
0: Yeah, they really want to go to Coney Island just mm-hmm. so they can get out and get to the surface. Mm-hmm. Because essentially they're trapped. This is when it becomes that uh, that Josh, or no, not Josh, um, that Sylvester Stallone underwater daylight. movie. Yes! Daylight! Yeah, when they're all trapped in the tunnel and everything and they're trying to find their way out of it.
1: I was going to say that. It feels like daylight. Good movie, though.
0: <laughs> it's a better movie than this piece of shit oh yeah (laughs) yeah um they need to restore the power gee Mm -hmm. i wonder where that is where that's from this movie's jurassic park is what i'm basically trying to say and Mm -hmm. the husband goes out to turn on the power and then um manny goes out to throw up the track switch so that it'll get them Mm -hmm. to so that the train can be pushed so they can go to the surface. Yeah, and they're just like, "Is this gonna work?" This is like from the fifties, and mm-hmm. he's just like, "Man, this was the Coney Island special car. They were made to last."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Were they though? Were mm-hmm. they? And apparently, this guy's name is Leonard.
1: Yeah, and then we see Manny. That he finally sees Chewy, but then one of the bus gets him, and he gets murdered.
0: And... Yeah, and I like that. Or freaking Chewy doesn't even like he knows it's his dad. He just yeah. looks at him, but it's mm-hmm. probably because he saw the bug. Yeah, but still it didn't say anything. Be a little shit.
2: Yeah.
0: And it, again, I would have liked to have seen it, but on the other hand, I'm kind of glad they didn't. Because the CGI on the bugs is bad. Yep. Yeah. Really bad. So bad. And also
1: this is the thing, like, classic American movie, someone has to stay behind to sacrifice themselves to save the world. And, like, the, oh. <laughs> the classic was like, no, I will stay here. And the way that she closes the elevator, was like a, this feels so much, like you said, like, made by committee. Like, ones just like, add that. We want that. Like, a, one of them has to sacrifice himself.
0: Oh, yeah. So, um, so they only have so much scent. Because
2: mm-hmm.
0: they only have so much bug parts. And uh, Leonard is just like, I can't do this. Dude, look at my leg. Mm-hmm. And so Mira Servino goes out and she's just like, okay. Because the husband still isn't back either. And uh, oh, yeah. And the cop has a crucifix. Of yeah. course. Faith. And um, the the kid is terrified of the bugs now Mm
2: -hmm. because
0: it said that on IMDb that he thought they were his friends. Yeah. Cause for, it even says for unknown reasons, they take him down there. And I say that is called plot Yeah, because the plot demands it.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, we're almost done with this movie. This has only been a half hour. There's really not much to discuss and it's really sad.
1: It's really bad. And for a Guillermo del Toro, this is really bad. Yeah, because then after this, like, um, he's like, no, I'm going to sacrifice myself as the boyfriend. And don't, no, please don't do it. And
0: oh, yeah, no. The... The, oh, when the husband turns on the switch. Yes. It's actually really. You know what it is? It's the scene from Alien 3. Yeah. You know, when Ripley is. Sacrifice
1: herself for like
0: a. Oh, no, 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 no. Not that. Um,. When the husband's turning on the power, the bug is there, and... Uh, ah,
1: yeah, the classic one. like well, Yeah, the
0: classic where the monster is right next to them but can't smell them. Yeah. And everything. It happens in Alien 3 as well. You know what? Both of them also involve tunnels. Yeah, that too. I mean, yeah, granted, Alien 3 was a prison, mm-hmm. but it deals with a lot of scenes and tunnels.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: An expository dialogue and people getting taken up to something and just Mm -hmm. eviscerated. And then after that, um, oh yeah, the the train manages to move just a couple of feet, not Mm -hmm. much. And uh, it turns out all the adults are coming back because they can smell um the cop's blood Mm -hmm. leonard's blood because it's starting to bleed again yeah and um the husband he goes to look for mira servino and then um the cop yeah sacrifices himself Mm -hmm. and then he is just like uh he's singing a song i forget what it was but then he gets brutally murdered Mm mm-hmm again one of the things i actually do like about this movie is that he, he the murders are pretty good
2: mm-hmm.
0: but then it's just like oh we gotta wipe out the colony while we're down here and if we fail then all hell will break loose and they're just like they only breed they're all female except yeah. there's one dominant male
2: mm-hmm.
0: we gotta find the male to which i was just like and how will you know it is the male it is bug Bug, bug um, learning the gender there is a little bit more difficult than mm-hmm. it would be for like mammals.
1: yeah bug penis. <laughs> it's,
0: it's a little more complicated. Than that.
1: Yeah, I know, but I like, was like, I just make it a joke. I was like,
0: Yeah, but no, it's the I have to destroy them.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: what they do is that. uh um, oh, yeah, they find this dumbwaiter. Mm-hmm. That's literally what it's called, where it's just like... It's like a sort of elevator pulley thing.
2: Mm-hmm. If
0: you've seen Knives Out, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah,
1: Or Home and, Alone 3.
0: Or Home Alone 3. <laughs> and Mira Sorvino and Chewy, they go up the dumbwaiter while the mm-hmm. husband goes to sacrifice himself and blow up the colony or whatever. And then what happens oh yeah then he starts to run away and uh, there's a ton of mimic bugs mm-hmm. now and then they start going and he uh, breaks
2: one
1: of the gas like um tubes like to run that gas in all of that colony
0: yeah and then he's trying to light it but the lighter gets knocked away from his hand mm-hmm. and then what he does is he's trying to create enough friction mm-hmm. from uh I forget what it was it am i been a fire hydrant or no not a fire hydrant no. but a fire it extinguisher it looked,
1: it looked thing. kind of like an axe
0: oh yeah it was an axe mm-hmm. he's trying to use the axe to create a spark which will set off the explosion the and just kill everybody i
1: hate you <laughs> that will light the fire <laughs> that will the the colony down <laughs>
0: you've been doing this joke since you were six years old oh yes <laughs> just just the way he says seeks six. okay and uh then after that it explodes boom and of course the husband goes into the water and it's like oh no he died and everybody is there to quarantine them and shit you know the authorities mm-hmm. arrive the emergency services arrive right in the nick of time right yeah <laughs> and then it's also
1: cool explosion though the one on the surface it looked pretty cool like the way that all of the shoots were like on the sky and like hit some cars that was a nice shot though
0: oh yeah and before they make it out um it turns out that the male followed them up the dumbwaiter and he Mm -hmm. wants to kill the boy and And then mira servino yeah mira servino cuts her hand yeah. She does the Twilight Eclipse thing where yes! she distracts the male with her blood.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Then he starts to go after her, but gets out of the way in time because an oncoming train just comes and just cr- crushes the him. And, and she
1: got lucky she found a hallway.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Not like in Superman the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, they get out mm-hmm. and or mira sorvino takes Chewie, and Mm -hmm. then they make their way up the street and then they're huddled in blankets of course
1: classic she knows that no one survived and all of a sudden the husband appears
0: yes and it's just it's way over dramatic yep and after that um that's technically it Yeah, um, pretty, pretty much it, and that was Mimic. Yep. Pretty lackluster. Not much to say.
1: You know what changed about the ending? I think she should have stayed behind and killed all of the bugs because she created them. I think it would have been a much better ending.
0: Hmm. That, that's not a bad thing. So I'm going to look up just... Mimic in general. Just the production of this was such a train wreck. Um. So yeah, it turns out Bob Weinstein saw early footage. Mm-hmm.
2: Um.
0: And there were fights between him and Del Toro regarding the tone. And Weinstein claimed that the film was not scary enough. Hmm. And it was. It's been reported that one day Weinstein was so infuriated with Del Toro that he stormed onto the Toronto set because that's where they were filming. Mm-hmm. And then. Accepted to instruct Del Toro on how to direct the movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So bad. He and he also tried to get Del Toro fired.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But Mira Sorvino um came in and Weinstein backed down. And they completed principles for th- photography. But Weinstein wanted control over the final cut. So it was actually Bob Weinstein.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then um, the producer BJ Rack, he later compared the film to being a prisoner of, of a war camp.
2: Oh, and man. Del
0: Toro stated in 2018 the only time I have experienced bad behavior, and it mm-hmm. remains one of the worst experiences of my life, was in mm-hmm. 1997 when I did Mimic for Miramax. It was a horrible, horrible, horrible experience. Mm hmm. And yeah, so it says, um, um there are you can still tell this is a del toro movie because it has some of his hallmarks Mm -hmm. sort of has a thing for insects clockwork monsters a lot of dark places churches uh, churches and unborn things yep and all three or all those are combined and stuff and mimic Mm -hmm. and according to his friend alfonso coron Um, with Guillermo the shots are almost mathematical everything is planned Mm -hmm. so he had a vision for this movie but the Weinsteins just wanted to mass market it Mm -hmm. and they turned it into a generic they did the same thing with um Halloween the curse of Michael Myers Mm -hmm. that's why there's two cuts in the movie there's the producer's cut and then there's the theatrical cut
1: or like what I found here in the, uh, on I this movie was planned only as a short film, but then it was extended to a feature land.
0: Yeah. So basically, Oh yeah. And we know that Mira Sorvino was only cast in this movie because Harvey Weinstein was trying to get with her. Mm-hmm. She of course turned him down. And so he blacklisted her. And that is why she, because she was supposed to be like in the running for a from Lord of the Rings
1: that would come interesting
0: yeah because those movies were also well that was produced by new line mm-hmm. but that's still like a subsidiary of miramax yeah. and then yeah it's just a it was a bad experience overall mm-hmm. um there's alternate
1: the f- ending that they also also the box survive and choo is the only in the last shot chewing no, oh here's the box and he knows that the Nikki, they're still around
0: I'm glad that there isn't Mm -hmm. even though they made two direct-to-DVD sequels, sequels. which Guillermo had no involvement Mm -hmm. in. Thank the Lord. He went on to do much much, better things. Much better things. It's weird. This is
1: the first Guillermo La movie we had done, right, technically?
0: Yeah. And it says worst one.
1: Yep. This is on me. I remember the movie differently.
0: It's totally (laughs) on me. Do you you want to give some closing thoughts about what you thought of the movie overall? I think we've said it. Yeah, I think we said
1: much. Like, um, if I would have to give a rating to this movie, it's not the worst thing I have ever seen. It is a disappointing movie. I remember the movie from when Josh Rowland dies all the way to the end. And I don't know this because I saw the thing that I saw on cable. I remember the husband dying. That he dies in the fire and he doesn't go into the water. So maybe that will be the theatrical cut, the one that I saw. Because I remember this, but the husband died with the box. And so I think that maybe that's the thing. You can feel like there's some things that uh, Guillermo wanted to do, but they never happened because the Weinstein's wanted an American Jurassic Park like kind of film. I will give it a rating. I will give it a five. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it's still like, I'm glad that I saw it again and Guillermo did much better things because you know, sometimes when directors may make from an indie movie to a jump to a big one, it could be a 50, 50 chance that they can screw up or make something good. And you can remember that there's some indie directors when they miss something big, they never came back to another, do another big movie. Like, example, like a lot of those YA movies that we never saw the sequels of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good. And, you know, if I really have to say anything about this movie is that it's not the worst movie. Mm-hmm. It's just a forget bland and forgettable one.
1: Yeah. Really forgettable.
0: For t- somebody like Guillermo del Toro, whose talents far exceed our own.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's just saying a lot, and it just really sucks that he had to go through that experience. Mm-hmm. But it did teach him a lot of lessons, and hopefully, he never has that again. I'm glad he gets full creative control. And now, then
1: Guillermo got his group back when he made uh, Blade 2, like two or three years later, I think.
0: Yes, but I would think that he would have been very reluctant mm-hmm. to do that, but he did do it, and then after that, went back to his roots, did Pan's Labyrinth, which is his magnum opus, and has mm-hmm. gone on to do numerous things from various genres like Crimson Peak, Pacific Rim. Hellboy one and 2. Hellboy 2. And, of course, his Oscar winner. The only movie that will, will he will ever get Oscars for is The Shape of Water. You don't know.
1: Never could happen. It has Bro, potential.
0: Maybe. But <laughs> I have... I have Doubts about that, but at the very least, he has two Oscars because mm-hmm. it won Best Picture and he won for Best Director. He was the last of the three amigos to win an Oscar. Yep, it's probably going to be his only Best Directing Oscar because he just makes so specific movies that are not Oscar bait mm-hmm. that the Academy won't look at them. Yeah, not to say that they're bad, far from it. I love his movies, but. They're definitely different from Alfonso and Alejandro, whereas they go for the more
1: realistic.
0: Like, realistic or the big spectacle mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like both of them have won two best directing Oscars. Mm-hmm. Alejandro won back to back. I think that's great.
1: And Guillermo likes to technically the thing that the way that I see Guillermo, he likes to make adult fairy tales, if you think about it.
0: Pan's Labyrinth is the perfect example of
1: that. Mm-hmm. Pan's Labyrinth, Devil's Backbone, and for me, The Ship of Water is his version of The Little Mermaid, if you think about it.
0: Yes, he makes very... Mm-hmm. Um, he, He's really into fairy tales.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's his thing. And fantasy yep. is his big wheelhouse, whether it is a tribute to kaiju movies mm-hmm. like Pacific Rim, or if it's just the like you said, the adult fairy tales with Pan's Labyrinth.
1: And the Lovecraftian designs that he slides into a lot of his
0: movies because he loves HP Lovecraft. He does love HP Lovecraft and a lot of his concept art is just so good. Mm -hmm. I mean seriously if you can get like also just a tour of his house. Yeah. It's scary but also incredibly whimsical.
1: And also damn you universal that you didn't want it to make Hellboy three. That's why, because of you, Universal, we had that horrible Hellboy remake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> With Hopper. Yeah. Uh, bug pun. And just overall thoughts on the movie, anyway, out of, of that tangent. um, If I got to rate it, four and a half. Okay. I mean, again, it's not the worst, but that's, this is pretty low. Yeah, this is One of our lowest low. ones.
1: That I mean, one. I don't,
0: I don't know if it'll be worse than the, I don't know if anything will be worse than the last Airbender.
1: Oh, I always forget that we saw the last bender.
0: I will never, <laughs> I will never let you forget that.
1: Damn. Yeah, but as always. You can find me at Robert RDC on Twitter, Instagram, Letterbox, and on TikTok at Robert RDC. You can follow the podcast at pod on Twitter, Instagram, uh, only on Twitter. And you can follow the podcast and uh, on Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. And please leave us a five-star review. They'll be like that asshole in your <laughs> Um.
0: Yeah, also, this was great. Uh, this is the end of the month when you yeah. guys are hearing this. And next month is, of course, spooky season. So we got a couple of movies yes. in mind. Good balance of family, not really scary movies. And then legitimate iconic
2: Mm
0: -hmm. well these movies are all classic in a way but i just really it's going to be great revisiting them because i haven't revisited some of them in a while i'm curious to see if i'm gonna like it as much as before hopefully we do and but if not it's okay anyway you can follow me on twitter at master of puns 196 every word starts with a capital letter you can also follow me on instagram at billy batsons lightning Nothing is capitalized. And give us a review and a listen on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, anywhere podcasts are listened to. And as always,
1: see you next summer. Dun, dun, da, dun, da, 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 da.